Welcome to the Pine River Primate Podcast, a show about all things martial arts and life for everyday people, coming to you from small town Alma, Michigan. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We are about to launch our pilot episode Woo! for our podcast. First one. Well, episode zero. Episode zero. Pretty excited about this. Great excited. I'm Jose Prieto. I'm Cheryl Ralston. I'm Eric Ralston. And we're about to kick this thing off, uh, all things related martial arts. And we're going to pop on in and give us a background of... Each of our individual selves, you get a better take on who's speaking and what to listen for. Yeah, we give you an idea about what to expect from our uh, podcast that we'll publish in the future, and hopefully it will benefit your journeys, uh, whatever it may be in martial arts. Yeah, life. yeah let's start with uh, Eric. So my name's Eric Ralston. My wife and I, Cheryl, run a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym in a small town uh, called Alma. I'm a brown belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and Ooh. I've been training in grappling and other martial arts for about 20 years now, so Ooh. quite a while. Uh, I'm very active on the local competition scene. When I can make it to the to the larger tournaments, I try to get out there and do it. And uh, yeah, I would say I'm an expert on grappling. How about you, Jose? <laughs> I'd, I'd agree. I'd, I'd say you're expert level, too. <laughs> You're definitely an expert. Well, right. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> What's your background, Jose? Um, I'm Jose Prieto. I've been dabbling in martial arts since I was 18 years old. I wrestled a little bit in high school, but I started to learn throwing uh, kicks and punches when I was like 18. And I fell in love with MMA and have an extensive amateur career. And I recently went pro the last two years. Um, I'm a pro fighter now. And... It's a crazy experience. I just love martial arts, and I notice when I don't do it. Um, How many fights total do you have, Jose? Oh, man. Uh, as an amateur, I had uh, 39, 21 oh, wow. and 18. Ooh, and as a, as a pro fighter, I'm one and two currently right now, looking to get that better. But, uh, yeah, I got about over 40 fights and 10 years of uh, martial arts training. Under my belt. That's, yeah. And you're from uh, you're from a small town. You're from here in Alma. Yes, sir. Raised so, here. So most of your training hasn't happened in big gyms. No, like. no. I I started in dude. I started in the backyard. You yeah. know, sparring my buddies, and then I uh, moved on to hole in the wall gyms like Young's, which is now burned to the ground. We just uh, learned fundamentals. I went up north to Claire and. Got fundamentals of jujitsu, and then linked up with you, and really started honing in on my grappling skills. And so you don't get much more uh, of, a, of a folky salt of the earth background in martial arts and what, where Jose's coming from. Yeah, you know, I learned I learned how to fight by fighting, really. Most of it. Most of Absolutely. the time, I was jump. I was jumping in fights, and I'm like, okay. This when there's not an established martial arts community, that's kind of the only way. Sometimes. Right. I was like, this works. This doesn't. I'm good in this area. That that area. And I I, I really learned. Martial arts and life by trial and error. Cool. How about you, Cheryl? Um, so I am pretty new to the martial arts scene, so that is what I think I would add to the group. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, full of curiosity and always uh, eager to learn more as, uh, as much as I can. 
I'm surrounded by people like Eric and Jose, so obviously I learned quite a bit. And I've seen Jose fight. It's uh, honestly quite uh, quite scary, but also inspiring. Pretty thrilling. Jose <laughs> has a pretty exciting style. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. try to be exciting. Yep. Oh, he's absolutely exciting. I saw him throw a kick. Ah. Uh, and, and hit somebody, so that was wild. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty new. I, I did uh, something called Silat, which is a Malaysian martial art, uh, when I was in my college years for a few years. And then I uh, I did some Muay Thai, uh, not, never seriously though, just to get healthy, just to learn something new and maybe learn a little bit of self-defense. And then I met Eric, and here I am doing grappling, almost exclusively, I feel. Um, but I, I love Five grappling. Five days a week. I... Yeah, I'm the, well. I it's a love hate relationship for me for it's really good, for, yeah for martial arts. It's it's kind of hard for me because how much do you weigh, Cheryl? Well, you never ask a woman that, Eric. <laughs> 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 I'm about 100 pounds, so um, starting grappling was really hard. Uh, Adam yeah. yeah, it was so hard uh, at 100 pounds, and I, honestly, I was not strong at all. I did not do any strength training before. Grappling and any full contact uh, sport or martial art is always harder for a smaller person or, or a woman. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, sh- I struggled, I struggled, but I stuck with it, and and now I can't get enough of it. I love it. I yeah. relate. There. I'm usually always the smallest guy in the room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been there in high school. Yeah. And Eric's kind of average height, so honestly, pretty normal size. As a group, we're, we're pretty small. <laughs> but but yeah, I uh, but I my my martial arts journey might be um, might not be very far and long. But uh, what I am though is a teacher. I've been a teacher for more than ten years. I started teaching when I was sixteen and been a tutor for as long as I can remember. So so I, I run the kids classes at Central Michigan Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Academy. I've never seen someone handle difficult children so well. <laughs> I've worked with children on the spectrum uh, for for many years and I think I've almost almost maybe just being on your level has helped me but but I mean height wise <laughs> yes <laughs> but, but I think Shots I think fired. like them a little <laughs> but yeah um I, I love children and I think I'm a great teacher whether with children or adults and and yeah I I try to be a good martial artist but I think a lot of what martial arts is is learning to be a good student and absolutely trying to be the best teacher you can so it's about a process and a mindset more than uh having a particular skill set, I guess. Yeah, sure. so, yeah, we're just hoping that uh, coming from three different backgrounds and three, di- uh, three different interests, you know, like uh, Jose is a is a fighter, you know, he fights in the cage, he's an MMA fighter, and Eric's a... I think it's uh, an art. Yeah, yeah, and Eric's yep. a longtime grappler, so he's done a lot of groundwork with wrestling and stuff, and yep. I'm pretty new to the game, and I'm more of the teaching nurturer, I guess I would say. So three different perspectives, but all come together for the same reason, right? For martial arts and for the community. Yep. I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, yeah. So uh, this podcast, I guess what what we're trying to do is just to have a platform for people to start a conversation. Um, We believe, I mean, I'm sure that's why all of us are here, right? We all believe that martial arts is kind of important. And yeah, even outside, even outside of competition, like I learned that more and more. It, you know, discipline, healthy habits, that all comes from, like, it's martial good. arts and, like, getting kids in it, getting kids involved, Absolutely. building it's confidence. Good it's good for you. You start, like, having standards for yourself that I, I didn't have yeah, prior. You, you draw yeah. connections with the rest of your life and, and learn things about yourself and your life yeah, through yeah. martial arts. And as a woman, you know, I can go through all the self-defense classes, but none of them ever made me feel as helpless as jiu-jitsu has. Yeah. <laughs> 
someone strangling you. <laughs> that was as real as, it, as real as it gets for me. You know, that was the first time I ever felt helpless in my life. And, Stuck. And uh, now I think I can confidently say that if, even if I can't, you know, do it, deal with it very well, I have options. You have options for I sure. Have options, yeah. Because hopefully you don't panic right off the bat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. So jiu-jitsu has done that for me. So, yeah, we all obviously believe that martial arts is a part to play um, in, in every community, whether yep. a big city or small town. And we're coming from a small town. A small town. Well, we want to end the stigma that it doesn't matter where you come from. Absolutely. You can, you can have a voice. Absolutely. You know? And it's a little and different. you can do things. Yeah. It, it, I've traveled all over the, the gyms place. gyms are a little different coming from a big city and from a small town, I feel. I, I trained in a big city for almost four years and... And I don't know about you guys, but Jose has been rooted in a small town. Yeah. Yep. So yep. I got children. They keep, they keep me around. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. And Eric, you've been, you've done both. Yep. I've trained cities. in big cities and small towns, both. And, uh, there's pros and cons I would say to each, uh, but yeah, one, one big difference is the, the number of, uh, of uh, students that you can bring in, right? When you're in a town of five or 10,000 people versus a town of 500,000 people, uh, your customer base is a lot different. So, um, that's true. In a small town, I think customer retention is really important and being able to provide a training experience that's valuable for uh, all kinds of people, not just high-level athletes, not just uh, parents, not just kids, but but for everybody. And uh, that's just one difference. Yeah. I feel like also small towns need the martial arts uh, academies as an alternative activity, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's not, there's not there's much not, going on. You know? There's not much going and on if in you, small town. If you look through history, a lot of great martial artists throughout the years, uh, especially in boxing, I think, uh, you see a, a ton of high-level athletes came from uh, smaller and medium-sized cities. Uh, yeah. Maybe they moved to larger cities later in their career, but they started off uh, hungry in a small town, yeah, not, uh, not having on. a lot going on to occupy themselves with, and they chose to, to take the martial arts path rather than maybe some of the other paths that they could have taken right so you see a lot of disadvantaged people doing well yeah i had the pleasure of competing in a big city that was a couple big cities that was really yep. cool down in detroit yeah. Yeah. yeah grand rapids yeah yeah the, the the misconception too that small towns usually don't encourage competition i think should be yep should be thrown out the window because even in the small town gym in our small town gym we try to encourage as much competition as we can it's easy I feel like it's it's it e really easy to stand out when you're coming from a small town and you're deciding to do something like that with oh, your yeah. life. People like kind of people notice. <laughs> people notice and they judge and they expect things out of you, or it's the only thing that they label you with. Yeah, that's yeah. what I got like really, really early. What 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 do you guys think about uh, quality training though? Do you think it's usually just exclusively? Can you get good training in small towns? Or? If if you and your partner is on the same same goal if you yeah. guys are both goal oriented so i think uh getting good training is something that definitely doesn't come out of thin air and sometimes it is easier to find good training in a big town because there's already usually someone who has gone through the hard work of bringing people together establishing a facility um building com camaraderie and uh and, and and all that whereas in a small town you may have to do some of that hard work yourself to, to bring people together to get people on the same page as far as uh, helping each other uh advance in the art um i like to think of training for for grappling and probably for stand-up too is being almost kind of like dancing in that it's a it's an interactive process with your partner when you're training not yeah. a not a matter of just like you know mashing punches down their face until you win you yeah know? It, but sometimes competition is like that but it could be challenging and training it's a it's 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 it's, it's an interactive community-based process and you have to build that community 
So Jose, do you just stay rooted in a small town just because because you seem pretty pretty serious about your your fighting? So one would imagine you would dream to move to a bigger city. And I mean, now now that I'm a pro, um, I really do have to get out and cross train. I notice that more right. and more, and people are telling me that more and more. Yeah, yep. you know, like f- solid jujitsu fundamentals can go down at um, our your guys's gym, our gym, but um, in terms of like, and this this is a this problem is more prevalent in small towns too there's you need a core group of people relatively around your weight class yep. that have the same goals as you yep and it's simply you know and have the skills to and the skills you know there there aren't many pro bantamweights there are no pro bantamweights where where we live where we live yeah yeah, you yeah. Know? And, and I have to, and except for like, Jose, right? Just like there's no, there's no Why high only? level, there's no high level jits players, you know, for you to really like around your weight class. Imagine like if you had a core group of guys, like three or four guys that pushed that you were training you. five days a week. Yeah. And, that yeah. were close to your level even. So and, these are all problems. Of- yeah. These are problems in a small town. So I, I encourage cr- cross training. I've always, Absolutely. I've always encouraged it. So yeah, I do plan if I, which I do, I, I can't go out on a loss. I just had a loss this year um, to a pretty game opponent now, you know, shout out to him. But um, I do plan on cross training. And if I'm going to compete again, it's imperative that I do. Yep. You got to go get good looks against tough so guys. So thinking about all these things yeah. that are kind of uh, uh, challenges that small town gyms face. Eric, why did you decide to start a small town gym then? Well, for one, because I live here. And uh, I was tired of driving over to Saginaw to train. And uh, also because I think it's it's a, it's a really important resource for small towns to have, for any town to have, really. I think it needs it. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I guess somebody had to do it, and we're doing it. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, it need, this community needs it. Yeah, 100%. so. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, I think uh, martial arts is kind of a reflection of the creative destruction that, that has made America great and uh Creative destruction. Creative destruction. <laughs> yeah, dude, I like words. that. I like that. So, and, and it's really part of what makes people people. Uh, people have been wrestling and, and boxing and that stuff for thousands of years. Really, I think, uh, you know, if you believe in evolution, then we've been doing it before we were actually human. So uh, we'll get into some of that later. There's even <laughs> reference, reference points to it in the Bible. Even yep. if you believe in the other side of the coin, yep, it's still very, it's there. Reference frequently in the Bible, Jacob wrestling with God. Uh, I think there's other examples too. So that's kind of the angle we're, tr- we're trying to add to the conversation, right? The angle of uh, coming from a small town gym and trying to grow within a small town gym and learning to cross train and finding people mm-hmm. uh, outside of our area to cross train and yep. the challenges that, that trying to ultimately bring those know, skills back to the community here. People that, and, yeah, yeah, people that want to helping help. the community grow essentially mm-hmm. yep. would be would be where we're coming from. Um, so what are some of the things that you guys might want to talk about for the podcast so that people know what to expect when they listen to us in the next few episodes? It could be, uh, you know, mental preparation. Say we got a, a if this COVID crap blows over and we got tournaments <laughs> coming up and things like that, things we do to prepare for the tournament, our mindset coming in, our diet coming in, uh, you know, how important it is to, to drill um, how Eric's leading the class, and then Eric could go into more depth on specifics. Maybe some tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. As a competitor, as a yeah, fighter. For, for having a good mindset, I guess. Yeah. 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 You know, even the nitty gritty technical Basically stuff. anything. It could be yeah, anything. Anything. Yeah. Even how. Martial arts has lessons about 
almost any aspect of life that you want to think about. You know, some people are too aggressive and they need to tone it down because they're missing out on a lot of details. Others Other people are not aggressive enough. Are not aggressive enough and they need to be more aggressive because they just won't get anything done. Learning otherwise. to balance, right? Yin yep. and yang. Yep. Yin yang. Everything's I, I feel like that could be applied to off the mat too. For sure. That's true. Even, uh, negotiating business or yep. uh, just work ethic. Yep. Yeah. Caring yeah. about yourself. Yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to think about uh, martial arts as just the art itself of just doing something on a mat or, or hitting the pads. But really, a lot of work goes into martial arts, uh, setting it up, the people that come together to set it up, uh, the people that yep. eventually learn and come together and add volume and color to the yeah. academies. And a lot goes into it. And, uh, absolutely. Absolutely needs support from the community. And absolutely. We, we obviously think more people should be doing it. Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, maybe a better humbling place yeah yeah and it's not discriminatory that's the beauty of martial arts right men women kids all every everyone everyone will benefit yeah um so yeah that's that's essentially what we're gonna try and uh we're gonna try and come up with some good topics that can probably help us start conversations maybe help others in their journey feel free people that have heard this to give us ideas yeah. Shoot us ideas yeah. and we're, we're open books. And uh, if you we want to know about the challenges facing you as a normal person who, who works yeah. or goes to school or whatever. And, and we, uh, we mean it, you know, this, this, we want this to be for everyday people. So anyone yep. who wants to be on a podcast to talk about something, yep. you know, anything uh, relating, I mean, it doesn't have to be martial arts in particular, but that's kind of the angle we're trying to take here. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but anything, anything really um, that you want to contribute and you have any ideas, we're, our ears are wide open. Contact uh, Central Michigan Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, on so Facebook. yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a pretty good uh, summary. You guys have anything else you got? You might want to add to uh, the first episode zero. I guess episode zero. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds so cool. Right. We'd like to thank you all for joining us, and uh, we look forward to discussing martial arts uh, in greater detail in future episodes. Yeah, this is the Pine River Primate Podcast. I feel like we need some kind of ape sound at the end. Absolutely. That doesn't sound like Joe Rogan's experience. We'll try to <laughs> we'll mix we, it up. We, we do like the primate thing because, if you haven't noticed, the logo for Eric and Cheryl's gym is an ape wearing a gi belt. Yes. Yep. Yep. I Actually, to be specific, not a lot of people know this. People say it's a chimp, which is it's pretty. It looks like, like a It looks like, yeah. It, it can be any of the big apes, honestly, but it's actually a gibbon. And it's kind specifically. of a, it's specifically a gibbon. It mirrors. Gibbons are great grapplers. Did you guys know that? They are. They're Damn awesome grapplers. Nasty arm drags. They are, wow. Yeah, they have nasty arm drags. <laughs> you nasty arm Go to YouTube and find. Watch a gibbon. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> but yeah uh, we'll all uh, see you guys in the next episode thank you so much guys see you guys